It takes money. Ben's never laughed yeah. or cried. Sure. Ben's an empty shell of a man. You should have seen the elation on her face when right. her beloved pet was <laughs> finally murdered. We're adults now. We can invest in sturdy bunk beds. You had me at you need somewhere <laughs> to sleep with a girl. Yeah, Jeets. She gave me some pain. Way Queen Radio. It's in ramblings. Just got a text from Tina. Yeah. It's always one that you have to decipher a little bit with That's her. That's your mum in general. I mean, not deciphering her, her texts. Yeah. She herself is not, <laughs> she's not... Um, the enigma. No, I was thinking uh, Rorschach. Yeah. From, <laughs> from, what is it? Watchmen. Watchmen. I was thinking Mad Men, which is incorrect. <laughs> Although, if they want to put Rorschach into the next season of Mad Men, that could be one way to revamp the show. <laughs> I mean, Mad Men has been off the air for some time. That's what so I'm saying. If they know. need a reboot. Okay. Yeah, it would be quite the gritty reboot to bring in Rorschach. Or they're getting a Watchmen TV series this year. Maybe Bring in could. Don Draper. That's right. <laughs> right. I mean, if anyone can work for like the propaganda machine. Yeah, that's true. They, <laughs> they might need his help. And it's the same time period. Yeah, exactly. We might be onto something. But she, yeah, she sent me a text and mm-hmm. so often... It's her watching TV. Yeah. But she never really says what TV show No, it's it from like 10 seasons ago and a really specific moment. Like, yeah. But why would they set the clock back? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, if I was mum what? <laughs> what on be a Tuesday right evening now? at 7.30. It's a murder she wrote. <laughs> yeah. But no, it doesn't even help me to know what's on now. No, because it could be anything. Yeah. Like I was so pleased the other day that she texted me about 30 Rock. Mm. And we had that episode of 30 Rock on in the background. Oh, nice. But I was like, oh, was I talking over the joke? I Like, I must have missed it. Mm. And she's like, no, nah, I'm watching an old episode. <laughs> it's like, what are the chances? <laughs> oh, like, damn it. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so close. She wasn't watching TV. She was listening to the podcast. Yeah. And she had this insight for you that I thought I'd pass along. All right. Just back from my plumbing doctor. Okay. Well, she said, she wrote plumbing DR. So technically it could be plumbing drive. Oh, I'm or gonna- plumbing Dominican Republic. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume doctor. But I'm going to say she's come back from plumbing the Dominican Republic. These are all possible. She's quite the humanitarian. That's true. Uh, tell Vicky I can now explain where the pee goes. Okay. <laughs> what? In the toilet? Like, I get that she was with a, a plumber, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't feel that you need to call a plumber also a doctor. Well, maybe he, like his business could be like the plumbing oh, doctor. Oh, right. Like okay. Because it's not as if this is the car doctor. He's just a mechanic. True. Yeah. So, no, I assume that this is some kind of thing. He's not. She's not just calling a plumber the plumbing doctor for no reason. <laughs> no, that's right. You don't really have to be the something else doctor. Or you could just be that thing. Maybe he's a plumber, but he's got a doctorate in like... In plumbing? Some, I mean, it could be plumbing. I don't know if they do those. Or she's been to the gynecologist. She's getting her plumbing check. <laughs> and she's right. like, by the way, I was listening to this podcast. And I know where the pee comes from. <laughs> yeah, you seem to know something about this area. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't immediately decipher that. I think at one point we must have been asking, where does the pee go? And uh, if you want a follow-up, you know who to ask now. Yeah. She didn't tell me where the pee goes. I or assume pipes. she was talking. I mean, I could guess. I mean, again, I don't know why in the past I would have been confused. I'm guessing it goes down the pipes. It seems like a safe bet. Yeah. It could be the George Costanza kind of thing where he's like peeing in the shower and he's trying to work out if it's all connected. Right. Okay. Is like the shower the nose of the house? What does that mean? Well, as in like it all runs, you know, ears, nose and throat. They're all connected. Oh, I see. <laughs> she didn't give me an episode number or anything. I mean, I could have asked... But you know that that was just going to lead to another series of clues. <laughs> like, it would have taken 15 minutes to... It's like Hansel and Gretel in here. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, she's there for you, should you so desire. That's nice to know. <laughs> just in general, or...? Well, for this one specific thing, I can't, oh. I can't vouch for if she's going to be able to answer your mental health questions Okay, or I something. thought this was a good time to, like, break into the Friends theme. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Ben. And this is Vicky. And you're listening to 100, episode 183 of Insane Ramblings, a very thoughtful episode. Yes, yeah. A few thought experiments for you today, okay. Ben. lay it on me. Um, so I think that, you know how you've got, like, the, the stages of grief, like, you know, denial and 
the rest. Acceptance <laughs> is in there somewhere. <laughs> you know, denial, step two, Pondering. step three, question mark, question mark, question mark, step four, acceptance. Yeah. <laughs> or what else is there? There's like, you know, the stages of change and all those kind of things. The seven deadly sins. Not what I'm going the rings with, but of okay. Hell. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think there's also a universal set of stages of meeting someone at a party and ending up with them. So you're going from like stranger to hookup. Yeah. yeah. I think there's almost a universal way that it happens. All right. Lay, lay it on me. What's, so, what's stage one? Well, I don't know. Cause this is how I got together with my partner and I met at a party. Yeah. Um, and so I thought he must have some sort of like wizardly way because I didn't purposely try and guide things in this manner. It kind of just happened that way. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, wow, that worked out really well for him. He got me. So- <laughs> <laughs> Are you implying it didn't work out well, so well for you? Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's great. Um, so I, he But you're must- saying like there was no game plan on your end. No, none at all. But you think he had this grand scheme. Well, I someone must have because it wasn't me. I wasn't guiding things. Well, I mean, people can just naturally get together it doesn't no, ben, have to be a Machiavellian that is not plan. the basis of this podcast <laughs> if I've learned anything over the last 183 episodes it's that everything is the result of a lot of plotting <laughs> I mean maybe in your in my case but if you weren't the one scheming I don't know who is and that was my question I, I was looking for um through my email today yeah and you know how when you just type in search terms like emails can come up from like five years yeah. ago. Yeah. And one popped up from you. And oh my was, God, did it say scheme? It, it had in giant bold letters, it was me to you, I think <laughs> one of your work emails. Yeah. And I wrote like, write bigger, I can't read your scheming. <laughs> <laughs> and so I feel like, yeah. What was the scheme? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I, I just read that one. I didn't reply. No, you oh. did. You said... Um, Stuff that you almost legitimately got me fired. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't read back any further than that to know what scheme it was, but I thought that summed up our relationship quite well. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, I nearly get fired and you're telling me to scheme louder. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So if I wasn't scheming, then who is always my question when things work out well for me? Well, you say, okay, it wasn't you. Maybe it was your boyfriend. What if it was some kind of third party trying to set you guys up? That would be weird. Why? Because you just don't think anyone's that invested in your relationships? I mean, I hope they're not, for starters, because that's a high-level investment. But also, like, they're some sort of, like, fucking grandmaster of human wizardry then. Because it's not like anyone suggested these stages. Like, no one came over and was like, why don't you go to the couch? (laughs) What if they were so subtle? That you didn't realise. They didn't even, like, talk to us. How did they do it? You know, like, you're going to go to the kitchen. Like, they formed a conga line to, like, redirect us. Like, oh, we shouldn't break that conga line. I guess we'll go to the couch instead of the kitchen. Yeah, then uh, you're like, oh, we'll go outside instead. And then someone spills a bowl of Doritos. (laughs) You're like, oh, they're going to be cleaning that up for a while. I guess we'll go this way. Oh, they turn up the heating. Like, it's getting hot in here. Do you want to step outside for a little (laughs) I'm glad uh, you were so impressed because there's something I've got to reveal oh to you today. Oh, my God. You weren't even invited to that party. <laughs> I know. That's how good I was at the scheming. Oh, wasn't I? <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So when you mentioned previously on an episode that you ended up on the couch with a girl, we did agree that ending up on the couch is the international kind of optimal situation yeah well that's find yourself in. that's basically the signal to go from there like that's that's the green light at that point yeah everybody's when you're like let's go to the couch you're like yes let's yeah so that's the final stage i'm guessing no there were stages beyond that i believe but recently but like were- surely they're just like making out and stuff like once you get to the couch <laughs> we can put the dots together what comes after that right no, I feel like there's more stages that okay. are universal. But recently you were telling me about a situation that was thwarted in getting to the couch. Oh, yeah, well, I was thinking like about my prior relationships. Right, because recently you got to the couch and the person suggested let's go to the couch and you were like, hooray. Yeah, until I... Uh, this would be the part in the film, if it was a film, where the champagne would like, <laughs> the cork would fly out and the train would go through the tunnel sure. and stuff. Yeah, it was, it was like I said, full steam ahead until I ended up having to leave the couch to throw up into the sink. So, yeah, I mean, 
But the point is, I got to the couch, and that's almost as good as a home run. That is a home run. Yeah. yeah. The couch <laughs> like, is home plate. It's like if my body wasn't working against me in that moment, right? I would have rounded home. Yeah, I feel like it's like sliding into home and pooping your pants at the same time. Like you made it, but you can't really enjoy the moment. Sure. But yeah, it made me think about my previous relationships. And I would say like a good 80, 90% of them started on the couch. I know. Well done couches. Yeah. Hooking up since the invention of couches. Right. What did we do pre-couch? Let's go to the hide. Yeah. That was probably like a well... A smooth rock. <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, like the the like buffalo hide. Yeah, we'd, w- let's go sit on the buffalo. Yeah, hide. they put it on the rock, and <laughs> that was basically <laughs> that was stage the, two. Right, the uh, chromatic couch. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but like even prior to that, like remember I talked about the girl at New Year's Eve. Yes. A couple of years ago, she invited me inside. Mm. Oh, it's a surefire sign you're headed towards the couch. Yeah, so we were You know like, where the couch is, Ben. We're hanging it's around. Inside. It is indeed. <laughs> we were hanging around the campfire outside mm. and she pulled the whole, oh, it's getting cold, let's go inside. Mm. Yes. And... I was there, air conditioner <laughs> sure, behind her. Sure. <laughs> I had a fan that I dropped down from the tree. Uh, so I followed her in. Like, why is your hair blowing everywhere? Don't ask questions. Yeah. <laughs> And naturally, the first thing I do is scour for couches. Oh, yeah. And there were a few. I'm imagining you're like a submarine, like boop, boop. Yeah. Boop. <laughs> it's like the Terminator the sonar. vision. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Couch identified. Uh, but unfortunately, I also identified the sleeping girl on the couch. <laughs> no. no. Yeah. Basically, couch blocking me. Oh. And so it's like, well, the, the bases is- were loaded. I mean, not in the way I was intending. <laughs> no, that's bad. Yeah. And so, all right. I'm like, all right, this couch is clearly taken. Mm. And so I look around for like a you know, plan B mm. and she's already distracted by those stacking cups. No. You see like little kids playing in competitions. Right. And doing like big stacks and collapsing. Yeah. Them so and, like yeah. a friend had brought a bunch of those and. So there was, oh, well done, you. Yeah, now like, I'm still single. She's the one who's basically like, Ben, to the couch. And in the process, I guess our drunken brains were like, ooh, something shiny. <laughs> I'll play that. See, did my boyfriend purposely walk me past nothing of interest on the way to the couch? Is that part of the game? <laughs> like you take the most boring route? Well, I mean, I guess if... Because we walked past snacks and there was a, a waylay yeah. at snacks. And I wonder if he was getting hot under the collar at that stage. Well, I've never been thought out to that degree. No, okay. When when someone's like, let's go inside, let's go to the couch. So you don't start sweating if they stop at the Doritos. I'm not like <laughs> planning the optimum route. Like, no, baby, don't go that way. That'll be past the lemonade. Yeah. And I know you like to chug whole litres of lemonade. I mean, I know you like to go to house parties that take place inside mirror mazes. <laughs> I do. <laughs> but for me, it's usually just a pretty much straight line from my position to said well, couch. Well, obviously not. Fun cups were on the way. Well, it was a straight line, but the cups just happened to be line adjacent. Yeah, that's an issue. So, yeah, we got distracted. And so in my mind, I'm like, no, we can find a couch substitute. There's going to be like... <laughs> There's probably a cupboard around. I know it's not as romantically we'll inducing. A, a two-person game of seven minutes in heaven. <laughs> That's all I need, baby. And uh, But, yeah, like, either I didn't have the courage or I just didn't know how to make that move where right. it's like, all right. I know so there's no couches. I know the, yeah, I know these cups are really fun and the couch is taken by this drunk sleeping girl. <laughs> but stand up and we'll keep continuing on in this quest. It's not too late. Maybe there's a See, couple of, of lazy boys that we can push together <laughs> and form a makeshift couch. Like, should we put some sort of blanket on the table? Yeah, there's <laughs> ways around. Surface. I'm basically MacGyver here. Yeah. I'm resourceful when I need to be. That's right. See, I feel like a lesser man could have like hit that out of the park. Oh, absolutely. Being like, well, I guess there's no couches. But keep in mind... Let's go to the bedroom. Keep in mind, this was also the girl who... She was demonstrating how to do a tracheotomy on me. 
Oh. So she was well, like. Well, I mean, that's a positive. I feel like for men, any time a girl touches you, you take is a positive. Well, that's what I. Even if it's literally to give you a tracheotomy. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, she touched me. She didn't need to. She could have waited for the paramedics. Yeah. Well, when I brought this story she up. She obviously is into me. Right. <laughs> when I brought this story up for the last time, mm. that was my question is like, oh, it's a very conflicting moment. Right. I'm like, the physical touch of any kind is usually a good sign. It also sends you into meltdown at this stage. What, what do you mean? <laughs> it's just been so long. Oh, yeah. You can't think straight. I haven't felt the warmth of another <laughs> I have human. A woman's touch. <laughs> Not just a woman, <laughs> no, to be honest. <laughs> Someone sat next to me in the theatre and I was like, ooh, so closer. Closer. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, yeah, when she's You're like. going to the theatre lately? For the theatre. I, I, you know, I was being fancy. I meant cinema. Uh, okay. But I go to the theatre. I don't. I saw that Harry Potter and the Cursed yeah, Child, which I haven't. Yeah, so um, two thumbs up if anyone was wondering. Mm. It's the most thumbs you can give. Well, they're all wizards. You know, they could have always cast a spell to extra thumbs. Yeah, mm, it's true. Yeah, so I liked the human contact. I mm. didn't so much like the fact that she knew how to rip my throat out should the need arise. Yeah, I mean, I assume that's what a tracheotomy is. That is not. <laughs> is she a doctor? Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. And so um, could have made out with the sexy doctor, but I was like, all right, the couch thing didn't work. And I'm already a little intimidated by her medical program. Right. If I take her into her bedroom, she might mistake it for the operating theater. Yeah. I don't know what's going through her mind at this stage. Like there's flat surfaces in there. I'm laying down. (laughs) She gets, you know, triggered into memories. Exactly. Let's just leave it there. Yeah. I feel like here's the phases we went through. And in discussing them with other, cause I was, others, because I was like, my boyfriend was super smooth. I wasn't scheming any of this. Mm. And yet we seemed to go through them seamlessly. And people said, oh, no, that's the universe's dance with you. Yeah, I think it is. Like, yeah. I wasn't planning when I met this girl, hey, we've got to go to the couch. Well, I can see that because it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, naturally, mm. it just kind of happens over the course of the party. But all right, give me your stages. Here's the stages. I think there's about seven, but count them up because I might have missed or right. added a few. Step one, you meet in like the group of friends, a group of people. Like mutual friends. Mutual friends. Well, I didn't know them. He knew them. So they're actually his friends. I didn't know anyone at this party. <laughs> Why were you even there? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I walked past and it looked fun. Oh, yeah. No, I knew the, the birthday boy, but that was it. So okay. you've got to make do when you only know the host. The party, yeah. Well, yeah, the person doing the inviting, which is generally the way, isn't it? If you only know one person, it's usually yeah, the inviting. But there's, there's a difference between I didn't know anyone at the party and I knew one person. one person. Right. I actually knew three. So there you go. Yeah. So you're a liar already. Yeah, indeed. So fortunately, that didn't thwart my attempts to get him into a relationship with me. Yeah. So step one, group of people. Slash mutual or one person's friends. Mm-hmm. So I was talking to his friends and he came over because they're his friends. And then He's so... He's like, whoa, 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 back off, lady. Yeah, he was like... Uh, There's only so much friendship to go around. We've got five and that's one full car. Yeah. Nobody likes an Uber XL. <laughs> and I was like, mm, you will when it's carrying your children, but also <laughs> mine. Uh, sure. <laughs> so I guess I was scheming. Uh, so then it's kind of goes from meeting and chatting in the group to kind of a one-on-one near the group slash in the group. Well, I think a group chat is always good in because you don't have to contribute until you've got something to say. Indeed. And so, and he's a quiet guy, as you know. And even like for someone like you who doesn't really have a problem in those kind of situations, it's always good to be able to jump in when you've got a funny line or something. like. This is true. It kind of shows you at your... Uh, peak Vicky, I'd say. Indeed. Yeah. It does help. One-on-one awkward for everyone, I feel. Well, anyway. the first time you're meeting someone, definitely. Uh, yeah. It's hard to jump in with a wittier side when well, they're also quiet. Because you usually have to go through what small do you do? talk. Who, like, do you have brothers and sisters? Where are you from? Yeah, I need, I need like, a base of information so then I can jump to the next level. Like, if I just bring up, oh, did you see the Michael Jackson documentary? Yeah. You might be like, well... I went through something similar and yeah. that was very traumatic. Thanks and I'm leaving now. Like, Shit. <laughs> mm, that was I bad. tried to jump from small talk to big talk. To medium talk. That's uh, medium talk. The Michael Jackson documentary. Yeah, that's medium talk. It's about child molestation. Medium that's talk. That's high talk. <laughs> that's as big as talk gets. Oh, Ben. There's a whole new level of talk you don't Shit, know about. I haven't even been to that level. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can't skip saying. that stage. You're like, you know, you need that small talk base. To be like, okay, we've got enough trust here. Yeah. 
Anyway, so we did the we were well. That's not how it happened because he came over and I was talking about the psychopath experiments from the nineteen seventies where they chained psychopaths to each other and gave them acid. That was your one on one. That was our group chat. Yes, yeah, so two one on one. But you can do it in a group chat because someone else will probably be, you know, bringing that up. They already have their pre existing relationship. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So in the safety like, of their, pre- the I've got something to say. Yeah. So he came over while I was talking about that And then we got onto a one-on-one about true crime podcasts Okay, that's good Yeah, and then, but you know how you do the kind of one-on-one But you're still with the group Yeah, the group kind of segues into two groups Yeah, almost. but you've still got the safety of the group if you need to like return right. Yeah, you can just like, rotate your body and all of a sudden you're back in the group conversation Yeah, or just make it, because you can still hear what the other people are saying So if you need to, you can just like comment on what they've said back yeah. And you're already... Back out of your conversation You right. know You're like Oh funny you should say that And your conversation's naturally over If there's a lull in your conversation as well Then you can just kind of go back Without being like I have to stare at you Until one of us right. thinks of something to exactly. say Exactly Or vice versa You can be like Hear what they've said And be like Oh did you hear Chris just said he's into lettuce Are you? <laughs> <laughs> they were farmers Sure <laughs> Anyway He's um, like, Chris is into lettuce. <laughs> I've known the guy six years and he's never said. Um, Shows you, you never that? truly know a guy. Yeah, yeah. So stage one to stage two, the in-group small chat. If it was the internet version, it'd be the whisper in the uh, group room. Okay. Yeah. Then you <laughs> like... old school reference for you. Yeah, right. And then you come up with like an excuse to have a one-on-one alone chat. But it wasn't really, or it's not even an excuse. It kind of just happens that you go to another room for some particular reason. And mine was, I didn't have any beer and he said he'd give me one of his. Yeah, well, getting a drink is probably the most frequent. Yeah, that or like I need, like go outside for a smoke or go outside for some air. True, I guess, yeah, neither of us smoke, so less frequent, but that's so, another yeah. you know, common one, I'd say. Yeah, go out for a smoke or go inside or outside depending on temperature and need of air or lack thereof. There's too much air out here. Let's go in. <laughs> I want to be somewhere a bit more stuffy. Yeah. Uh, is what I frequently say. Yeah. Well, the other thing that can happen, I guess, is someone needs a bathroom break. And it's not like. No, you're but gonna, that's weird. Well, so that's I'm not, not going to yeah. follow you to the bathroom, but maybe you can, like, intercept me at another point in the party and we can kind of pick up where we left off. No, that's kind of awkward. Because I feel like the bathroom break is a hint for, like, I want to not talk to you anymore. Whereas, like, getting a refill, it's like, oh, come with me. Well, ours worked out well because I didn't have a refill. And I was like, mm, boy, am I thirsty. And he was like, funny you should say that. I can help you. Yeah. No, but you're right. Like when they say... Because you can say to someone, do you want it one? Yeah. If you want them to come. Whereas if you're like, oh, I better go grab another drink and just start walking. No one's like, I'll come too. Whereas when I say I'm going to the bathroom, rarely is someone saying I'm going to come too. That's right. <laughs> Fair enough. Seldom, all too seldom. Yeah. <laughs> so then we went... Part three for the drink or excuse to go to a quieter room mm-hmm. for the one-on-one conversation without the group. Yeah. And then there was the hand touch. Yeah. So I'd say like that's the first conscious part of the plan yeah. in my books. Like, I, I don't- feel like though everyone goes through the first three stages naturally then. Because no one's hand touching in the group. But that's a party, isn't it? It's not like, <laughs> all right, I found the party. I'm now sitting in this beanbag for the next <laughs> three hours and time start. Sometimes I do that. <laughs> you never need to get a refill. No. It's like you're Cleopatra I and people also, just keep bringing right. you hors d'oeuvres and drinks. Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway, stage three. Oh, what are we up to? Uh, that was four, the four. hand touch. Hand touch. Five, you go to the couch. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the hand touch is a good like litmus test because yeah. then if they touch back, then it's like, all right. That's Sorry, I always laugh about litmus now because it sounds like a really lit Christmas. It could be. <laughs> it was litmus. We should, I, I'm um, not religious, but I do celebrate <laughs> litmus. <laughs> I can't not laugh about litmus test now. Anyway. That could be our, like, the, in, you know, Seinfeld has got festive. Oh, yeah. We've got litmus. litmus. <laughs> what day is litmus? What's, what day is Festivus? I feel like it's the 21st. Let me look or maybe this maybe like up. the 13th. Because I feel like whatever day they've got, like, maybe we can split the difference or right. something. December 23rd. So, oh. December 24th is litmus. Yeah, that's Christmas Eve. It can be two things. Okay. Litmus. I don't celebrate Christmas now. I <laughs> may as well celebrate something. All right. Litmus. Yeah. 
so it was before Litmus. Mm-hmm. Uh, we spent our first Litmus together that year. <laughs> How romantic. Beautiful. I know. Uh, then you go to the couch. Yeah. Then from the couch, you go to secluded spot at or near the party. Could that not be the couch? No, usually it isn't. Because again, you've got weirdos like you hanging around trying to... Trying to get the couch for themselves. Indeed. Like there's almost like a parking sign there that's like, okay, if you're comfortably making out with someone or it's not going to happen, you need to move on without a, within a certain period of time. Yeah, but that's why you just start making out with them. <laughs> that's, that's why the pressure is on because like we know this couch is prime real estate. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so you make out with them on the couch, but then yeah. you can't just make out with someone on the couch the whole night. It's got to move on. Other people need that couch. Because okay. you know other people want to sit down, but then no one's going to sit down next to the making out couple. You're saying the couch has done its work. Yes. And it's time for it to work its magic on someone else at the party. Precisely. Yeah. It is exactly like parking. You've gone to the shop. Someone else needs to go. Yeah, but what if you want to keep shopping? Shop elsewhere. <laughs> and that's what you do. <laughs> okay. Uh, Usually it's the part of the party that has no one or less. So if everyone's inside, you're outside. Yeah. If everyone's outside, you're inside. Uh, yeah. So yeah, right. Like you can go from the couch to outside, but I don't think it's... We did couch outside. It was summer. Yeah. I don't oh, think well, it's so... It, like in my mind, it's not as much as like the couch. Some Like I'm freeing this up for someone else. It's not consciously and yet it I, feels that way. It, you feel like you're on borrowed time on the couch. See, I never do. I feel like... You're, you're imagining a scenario where 15 couples are going to get together at this party and we yeah. need to keep a constant rotation. No, it's it's just, like I some... just feel on borrowed time in general because people want to fucking sit down. But no one wants to sit down next to a couple who's making out. But if I see like that newly formed couple... What, are you like, hooray, I'll stand for them. In fact, I'll yeah, give them a standing like, ovation. If, if I know that you've been chasing this guy even just all night. Like It doesn't have to be for weeks, months or right. whatever. But it's like, Vicky... I saw that glint in her eye when she was yeah. talking to this guy about true crime podcasts. Yeah, he was way too hot for me. The, I couldn't believe it. This guy, she was like talking about Ted Bundy and then I see her lick her lips like, this is going to be on. She's either going to like take a moment and eat his heart. Or <laughs> <laughs> hard to say at this stage. Yeah. Then I'm like, all right, well, she won the couch for this evening. Oh, right. I conquered the couch. Yeah, it's okay, hers. But scenario two, you're with the doctor looking for a couch and I've been comfortably making out with this guy for half an hour. Yeah. Are you like, move on to the next stage? The couch needs to do its magic. No, I was only annoyed in that situation because it was was like... someone asleep. Yeah. What if there was other couples making out and they've been making out for a while? If it was newly formed couples... Yes. Then I would be okay with it. If it's like someone who's been in their relationship for months already and... What if it was on the rocks? And they're rekindling? (laughs) They're rekindling a bad relationship? Yes. Then, okay, fine. (laughs) I don't know. What if it was the couch where they met 10 years ago and it's like, oh my God, we've rediscovered why we fell in love. Yeah, that's that's Call off the divorce. (laughs) I'll allow that. Okay. But yes, at some point, if there's clearly a line forming, it might be courteous to... But there's always a line forming at the the couch at the party. I don't think there is. It's rare for a new couple to form. In 2019... Yeah. I, I'm as a single guy. I go to a party. <laughs> you don't make it to the couch often. No, because no one's single. Yeah. Okay. It's too easy to get like on an app and find a new boyfriend mm-hmm. because it seems like as soon as someone breaks up, that's the instinctual reaction. It's like, well, I guess I'm single to Tinder. Yeah. And yeah. So I had. The, I was seeing two people at the time though when I made it to the couch. But that's my point. Like. The couch, that shouldn't stop you from the couch, Ben. No, but the window from people being single is so small. I wasn't single at the time. I mean, technically I was. Yeah. Like, I wasn't cheating. We weren't exclusive. But yeah, so, okay. Like, but you, you were one of the few people, I would say, at this party that was not locked down. Like, I reckon, like, at any one time, it's like 5% of the population in 2019 that is not. Yeah, and they need the help of the couch. <laughs> But, okay, how many people have to be at this party? Like, this needs... It was a rager. There was probably, like, 80. And, what, 5% So, it's of four. Another couple four. needed the couch. That's just one other couple. They needed the couch, Ben. <laughs> so, if... Plus, the- already, a couple's on the rocks. 
So maybe there was <laughs> another four people on the rocks. Yeah. If we say like, you know, 5% of relationships are struggling. Yeah. That's that's like eight people. Yeah. That's four Three couples. couples or four, including us. So three other couples needed the couch. Uh, I needed to get off the couch to prevent a divorce, Ben. <laughs> well, that's very conscientious. Thank you. I feel anyway, like... Anyway, I just... Every time I get to the couch, I feel that I want to move to the next stage soon. Well, I'm with you. Because that also pushes... Like, you know, when you're in a relationship, you want to get married to, like, lock it down. The couch is the engagement. You're like, we're both into this. But the couch can lead to us both just getting up from the couch. See, that's like a very, I guess, female view of things. Whereas if we push this outside, yeah. it's moving forward. No, see, in my mind, you're right. Like, it does go from the couch to another venue. Hopefully. But sometimes it goes couch, I need to pee, disperse. Yeah, but I feel like if if you've got to the make-out stage, chances are you can find them again after they've gone to the toilet. It's not like, <laughs> well, I guess I lost them. That was my one roadblock. <laughs> no, it's in my mind, it's more we're going outside because it's a change of venue. Yeah. Like, if this was an art gallery, <laughs> you're on the first floor when the couch right. is, is like, you're making out and the couch is like a Van Gogh. <laughs> and after a good, you know, 30, 40 minutes of the Van Gogh, you're mm. like, I've seen the Van Gogh. It was great. <laughs> but what else is out there? Maybe I'll go to floor two, a.k.a. outside, and admire a Picasso. <laughs> so, and I'm I wanna... enjoying being with you at the art gallery. Yeah. I just want to see some more art. Yeah, I want to make out in front of both these <laughs> famous painters. And this see is really what... stretching the metaphor, but okay. <laughs> and see what the experience is. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so then stay, next stage, what are we up to now? What's that, five? Yeah, that was five. Step five is the couch or no? That four was the couch, five is the change of venue. Yeah. Yeah, so then we were outside making out in a secluded outside corner. Yeah. Step six, getting them home. That's it. Okay, I feel like... Steps four and five and six are basically one step. Really? As we said, the goal is to get to the couch because then that's the green light. <laughs> Everything else is like, well, it's a foregone conclusion at that point. Yeah, okay. All right. But it's still a seven, six stage plan. If you want to break it down to the minutia. <laughs> I mean, it's like getting the first drink and getting the second drink are probably going to happen, but it's not a separate stage. It's just so funny how like international the getting to the couch is. Yeah, well, you're right. Like now even thinking back, Fiji girlfriend, mm-hmm. when I met a girl on holiday, our relationship essentially got taken to the next level on the hammock. <laughs> and as we all know, hammocks... The tropical version of the couch. <laughs> so, yeah, we're definitely onto something. There's, yeah. there's the stages. Like even, you know, I wasn't intentionally walking through them and I don't think any of... Through the my- hammock district? <laughs> I'd always stop at the hammock district. No, it, like through the stages from group conversation to the couch. Mm-hmm. But yet you followed... A, a good, yeah, a good portion of my relationships especially ones that started at house parties, mm. followed that trajectory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just as long as there's no stacking cups to <laughs> get in the way. I'm just saying, if you're walking a girl to the couch, take the most boring route. <laughs> like, oh, let's play a fun game called Blinkers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got this um, sleeping mask that I got on my most recent flight. Why don't you put let's it on? Let's do a trust exercise. Yeah, yeah. I'll lead you to the couch. <laughs> so... What level of romantic gesture are you willing to put up with for a girl? Uh, well, you say put up with, like it's a chore to do any kind of romantic gesture. Yes, because I know you. But that's not true. Okay. I, I, I can. Like, I mean, anyone who's listened to The Darkest Timeline will know Ben didn't even buy like a, a special light for his girlfriend's like 2003 <laughs> cell phone. But that wasn't because I was unwilling to. That was because I was... Unaware to. Yeah, I was poor and stupid. <laughs> Not even poor. You didn't even like really think that she... Like, she was just like, wouldn't it be great for a young girl in this world to have a boyfriend that would give her this? And you're like, that would be great. Anyway. Anyway. No, she was. you're saying it like she was dropping hints like that. To what Vicky's talking about for those... Unfamiliar, uh, there was a case for my high school girlfriend's iPhone that allowed you to write words in the sky. Yeah. And she had the phone. It wasn't even an iPhone. It was, no, like, it was like, like a Nokia random, like, back LG in the day. or something. Yeah. And so she had the phone for it, but you also had to get this add-on. 
And so like years later, I was just like, damn, I should have bought her that. That's so cool. <laughs> but she that, could have like, written, I love Ben. Yeah. But as far as romantic gestures go, that's an easy one. Like that requires very little effort on my part for great reward. Like that's totally. Uh, yeah, she would have loved that. That's, but I would have loved that. That's the kind of thing that I'm all in for. Also downside though is when she was breaking up with you, would you have wanted that written in the sky? <laughs> like how how do I tell him? I know I'll I know, wave my arm. The stars, yeah. <laughs> the stars shall tell Sad him. Sad emoji <laughs> equals our relationship. Yeah, boy and girl. Yeah, broken heart. <laughs> <laughs> I'd appreciate it if you used your words and not the emojis, but I think I get the message. <laughs> uh, so, like, yeah, if it requires money, that's no, no, no. Fine. The gesture is happening to you. Let's go back to last episode, for instance. The Alien box set. Uh, Do you still have it? Yeah, it's over there. Awesome. It's like sitting next to my bed and it's very creepy. (laughs) Like when you're drifting off to sleep and you turn over and that's the last (laughs) thing you see before you go to bed. It's it's frightening to say the least. I don't know. I don't really have much room for it. So that's the best place. But... That was like the first night after you left and I was like, I just got a shiver down my spine. I'm like, I guess this is my life now. Haunted by this alien head. I want to just single that out as a clip. I guess this is my life now. Haunted by an alien head. Out of context, that is a great premise for a movie. <laughs> So that was. If you give it back to me, I'll just give it back to you for litmus. Sure. (laughs) It is a great litmus. That's a great litmus gift. (laughs) Maybe that's the thing about litmus is that you don't give a gift that you know someone's going to love. It's a topical gift. Or maybe it's like a middle of the road gift. No, because that's a a hilarious gift. It's just impractical. (laughs) Well, that's the double-edged sword of litmus. Okay. (laughs) It's like. Everything is like the gift of the Magi, where it's like right, ironic, yeah, ironic okay. gifts only. Like everything you touch turns to gold. Yes, yeah. everything. <laughs> but it's like, you know, I uh, got you a mustache comb. I had to sell my mustache to buy you this the, like hair clip that yeah, you cut like, off of your hair right, to like get me the mustache comb for. So my point was you were very enthusiastic about giving me that. So excited. I was like very anxiety ridden receiving it because mm. I didn't. And so that seems to have remained. Yeah, more so even. <laughs> That's so um, great. Because I thought the, the expectations were too high. No, but if you. you knew it was for litmus, you would know the expectation is double edged. I'm not talking about litmus. I'm no, talking I'm just about... saying now oh, the sure. joy of litmus, yeah, yeah. if I can, oh, no, is that's... that you can receive a gift pressure free, knowing that you're not <laughs> supposed to fully enjoy it. It's a perfect litmus gift. We've established that. Yes, but but I'm saying litmus is a good holiday for you. Maybe because you don't have to pretend to enjoy everything you get. That's you know true. it's a double-edged sword. That does take the pressure off, doesn't I guess. it? Yeah. You're like, part of this is going to be crappy. I don't have to be that excited. Yeah, it's essentially only the thought that matters. <laughs> That's right. right. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, so my fear was that you would be like, I'm so excited, and I couldn't match that essentially. Yeah. So, which is our lives. Yeah, but, but anyway. that, that's my fear. You're like, how much will you put up with? in a romantic gesture, mm. that's only... Like, if it's being done for me and I don't have to... Appreciate it. No, not appreciate it. I don't have to contribute in terms of effort or monetarily. Mm. Then, essentially, I can just sit back and enjoy... Theoretically enjoy Anything. the gift. Well, here's what I'm doing. For it's our six-month anniversary, me and my boyfriend. Yeah. And um, I, another episode of my favourite mental TV show... Whenever I see you is, I'm so glad I'm not dating Ben. Okay. Because <laughs> I feel like a lot of the things I make him do, wear, see, experience, yeah. you would not tolerate in me. See, he's still in the honeymoon phase of like, I've got this great girlfriend. I just want her to be happy. Whereas you're like, I don't want to do things I don't like. And Vicky annoys me. <laughs> yeah, you managed to stretch that out for six months, huh? I know, right? Yeah, he's not yet in the bed phase. Uh, yeah, so to clarify, something like being receiving a gift, like that takes zero effort on my part. Cool. Something like, hey, do you want to come to my family get together? Then Yeah, that's a bad gift. Like I'm willing to do it in the relationship, but I'm certainly not excited, excited. about it. 
So I'm taking him to a very Bachelor-esque date. Okay. It's, it's classic The Bachelor. Yeah. We're doing a custom scent creation workshop together. So this is a gift for you, though. When you say, both. like, no, it's not for him. <laughs> <laughs> you claim it to be both. Well, we're both going and yeah. he gets a scent. So we each make a perfume. Yeah, I know, but he's, he's doing you a favour by coming. <laughs> he's not like, fuck yes, perfume making. <laughs> but it's a romantic thing to do. I don't know if it is. Like, I mean, really? in your mind, yes, it's a romantic thing yes. to do. But I think you would have just as much fun doing this with a girlfriend. Indeed. Yeah. But it's kind of more romantic because he, like, gets to mark his territory. No, he'll make, he'll get, like, <laughs> relationship points. You no, know, but also it's kind of, like, sexy that he chose the scent that you wear. Oh, okay. For you know what reason, I mean? Yeah, for some reason I was thinking like candles. No, it's perfume. So he, well, for him, like aftershave or cologne, I guess. But is he, Are we calling it aftershave in 2019? I guess cologne is... Cologne. Yeah. Mm. So he's making yours or he's just going to have feedback on... We are making ours together and we both have a say in them. Yeah. Like I'm not going to let him make like cat wee and eucalyptus, obviously. <laughs> like I'm going to have a say. But I appreciate that they have those options <laughs> as the test. <laughs> Again, great litmus present. <laughs> I got you some perfume. Cat wee and piss. <laughs> cat wee and cat eucalyptus. Yeah, cat wee and piss. Yeah. What's the second? Who who made the other pee? Mm. It's a, a random mystery. assortment. Yeah, random. Yeah. Yeah. Some human, some ox. Could be double cat. Yeah. <laughs> Two different cats. <laughs> you could have just labelled it cat pee at that point. <laughs> no. Cat no, pee and piss. That's right. Just, that doesn't have that same ring to it. That's right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, let, let's not pretend like he's thrilled. No, about he's not like the guy from Perfume who's got no sight and he's like, scent is my only way to communicate right. with the world. No. He would prefer like a microbrewery. He would prefer to stay at home. <laughs> Why do you know that? Because everyone would. <laughs> Every guy at least. <laughs> Because everyone <laughs> This is like a, This is a very Girl date Yeah like I feel like I take him on a lot of girl dates The bachelor That's uh, what I'm saying No Let me finish At party day No It's literally been in the bachelor before I think Richie took a girl on one of these Okay well any Any date on the bachelor Except for maybe like Let's get a chocolate bath together <laughs> or something Like a lot of them are pretty girly things that you might see on a bachelorette day. That is true. Whereas, like, you look at a bachelor party and it's like, let's go get wasted and drive go-karts. Yeah. They're, like, very different ends <laughs> of the spectrum. <laughs> like, if he drags you to go-karting and That would be ball, awesome. I love those things. But you can see how it's, like, what the guys are into and what the girls are into. This is no, because I want go-karting and laser tag at my hands day. Yeah, I guess you're not like the typical girly girl, though. That is true. Yeah. Mm, well, anyway, would you tolerate coming to the perfume thing? I would try to get out of it. Really? Maybe if you're still in the honeymoon phase, then I'm like, all right, well, like, I'll go along with her. You don't want a cologne that your girlfriend specifically formulated for you? I'd appreciate that. I just don't really want to have to make it. <laughs> you don't have to physically like till the fields. Like you just put the smells together. Like it's not like we're drying lavender in day one or something. It's like know. two hours. Yeah. I just don't see myself like <laughs> coming out of that going like. I had a good time. No, I probably would have a good time. Yeah. But would it be the best use of my time? Oh my God. I'm sorry. I didn't realize like you had a property auction to go to for your portfolio it's not even that it's just like if i had the choice between that and not that i'd probably <laughs> just choose not that so if she said i'm going you'll be like that'll be fun sweetheart my first approach would be to just be like oh how much fun are you gonna have yeah and then if she's like oh no i want you to come with me i'd then probably nudge her like you'd be like have your fun no I'd that's how fun it'll be for you if i'm there Without me, no, no, double because that seems like I'm trying to make an excuse to which you are. Yeah, I know, but I think <laughs> I think a better approach is to be like, oh, why don't you take Sally or whoever? Mm-hmm. You know, like she would love this kind of thing, and whereas me, who's never expressed any interest in perfume making, 
where I know Sally buying constantly, constantly buying perfume. But it doesn't excite you slightly to have a custom cologne that you created of your favorite smells. Like you don't want to be like, yes, now I can smell like. It excites me. War and oak. It excites me as much as if I went on the website and just picked the war and oak boxes <laughs> and then it showed up the next day. <laughs> right. So you don't need the whole like scent meditation. Not really. Like you say two hours. Mm-hmm. I feel like we could knock this out in six <laughs> minutes. You just smell each of the scents. Because everybody knows relationships are about efficiency. <laughs> <laughs> I told you seven minutes in heaven. Yeah, that's all I need. We've created a custom scent and we made out. And for we a had a minute spare. <laughs> <laughs> well, we made out smelling really great. Yeah, okay, you've got me there. It is an inefficient use of relationship time. Yeah. We <laughs> used the first like four and a half minutes to mm-hmm. smell all of the options. Yeah. Minutes. A minute to combine. Oh, yeah. A minute and, to put them on. And then, yeah, like 30 seconds to put them right, on. Right. So a minute and a half making it out. I think I feel like I got to six minutes in there. No, it's seven minutes in heaven, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. The seventh minute is making up. Okay. Smelling great. <laughs> well, keep that in mind. He's coming anyway, so too bad it's his anniversary present, and it's a surprise. Well, can you ask him, like, because he's not going to tell you now, but, like, he's, in another... Oh, oh okay. <laughs> it's a surprise. In another six months from mm-hmm. now. He just knows this Saturday afternoon is busy. Yeah, see, like, do you think he... Because you know... He knows he's got a surprise coming. Mm. He's going to think this is some kind of date That's tuned to him. Or, no, he knows me better than Okay, <laughs> well, as long as you know that. Well, every date that he plans yeah. is exercise. Yeah, that's not good either. No, I know. Like, you've got to find something middle ground that you both enjoy. Again, for you, that's staying home. <laughs> it's not, though. Like, dinner and a movie is always a classic. Yeah, I don't like dinner and a movie. You don't like dinner and a movie? I don't like dinner and a movie. What do you mean? You like dinner and you like movies. Why (laughs) why is together the fact that... It's just kind of a boring date. I mean, it's no go-karts and paintball. Indeed. It's no custom scent creation. But not every date can be that. No, but some dates can be custom scent creation, Ben. Some can. Well, that's why I'm saying like I would put up with it, but it's not like my preferred thing. Like you're saying how much would I... How much romantic gestures am I putting up with? Like that would if, be the limit. Which, what if she did something like that every weekend? Well, here's the thing: I would be putting up with it. Okay. Whereas, I could enjoy in a something movie, else. I'm like, okay, yes, like I like I better get relationship points for the scent creation. Whereas dinner in a movie is like neutral ground. Yeah. Like I don't expect. To be like, well, I took you out to dinner and a movie that one time. <laughs> That's just time we're enjoying together. Yeah, okay. Because like, we also do do that, but it feels like a bit of a nothing date because yeah. it is neutral. Right. But that's fine. Like, But also, let me say this now. When you move in with a girl, you will start to become one. I'll become a girl? Mm-hmm. In what way? Simon likes smelling candles and soap now. That's not going to happen to me. It is. Erica's got this. It's going to happen. Erica's got this candle, my roommate Erica. <laughs> She's got this candle on the table. Oh, yeah. Next to the plastic dinosaur and the plastic Rick from Rick and Morty. And the fake flowers. <laughs> it's a centerpiece. And I think it sums up the household quite well. She's got that candle. If she lights it for like a second, mm-hmm. I have to essentially leave the apartment. <laughs> I hate it. It's like a I smoke it. bomb. It really is. Like, I've got this thing, like, there's this, and it's so annoying that it doesn't seem to bother her or Julian no, at all. No, because I think you are, like, the super taster that we've talked That's about That's what I was going to bring up. Yeah. So, we theorized that I'm a super taster, whereas this, um, I think, what was it, like, 10% of the population have it? Oh, something, something like, like that. that. It, like, heightens certain flavors that you can taste. Because you've got like extra, like basically twice as many taste buds or something mm. like that. And one of the side effects is that you're sensitive to not just taste, but smells. Mm-hmm. And I think that's got to be what this is. We tried to like test it once. There was something like you could put a drop of dye on your tongue and then count the taste buds. Ooh. But it's really hard to count taste buds. I don't know if you've tried. Yeah, I'm not really <laughs> that keen on it. But it means like. But I'd, it means that you like bland food. Right. Because taste, like things that other people find tasty are overwhelming to you. Exactly. So or like I, spicy food is like 
crazy spicy. Right. Like anything white is essentially my diet because Indeed. That, that's like already way stronger than most people would experience, I guess. So women are more likely to be super tasters as are those from Asia, South America and Africa. Not me. So you're outside the usual demographic. Breaking the, breaking the mold. Yeah. Have you got like stats there of like how many people are super tasters? No, sorry. Okay, well, it's not like I've ever been tested, but anecdotally, it seems to line up. It appears to be. Because, yeah, if Erica lights this candle, I have to evacuate. And it bugs the shit out of me that her and Julian are just like watching TV while the lounge is filling with smoke. (laughs) Because I don't want to be a dick and be like, you can't light candles ever. Yeah. But... I, it's like I can't breathe. Like I start <laughs> gagging. So the fact that you're saying Simon, or the fact that you're saying your boyfriend is now all of a sudden like Mm-mm, candles, it's never going to happen to me. I uh, yeah. Okay. You. Well, he's not a super taster. Yeah. So I mean, you got me there. Well, guess who will be jealous when I come in rocking a scent that completely characterizes my entire personality <laughs> and you look like a goose with a standard supermarket brand. You say that like I can't just order one online that combines, what did you say, war and metal? <laughs> I don't know, what do you like? It'd be like the smell of like a box of video games when you open it. And, and that Subway fresh, fresh bread. Bread and fresh sheets. And freshly cut grass. Why? You've never cut grass in your life. No, It'd like be pool smell. chlorine. I've walked past other people cutting grass. <laughs> no, it'd be more like pool chlorine for the pool. You're the you one who to... likes the chlorine smell. No, but you're the one who used to chlorinate the pool. Yeah, These are smells that sum you up. It's an offensive odour. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that perfectly sums you up. I don't want to walk around smelling like <laughs> pool chlorine just because I happen to spend a lot of time around it. <laughs> well, too bad. Mm. Well, my, all I'm saying is if a girl wants me to go shopping or something. Mm. Yeah, I'm not doing shopping. That is definitely for me. But yeah, but I feel like this isn't too far from that. That's a, they're on the same side of no, the spectrum. No, this is a romantic date. It's romance. But if a girl is like, I want you to tag along while I try on outfits. or That's not romance. Even if it's like, I'll try on lingerie or something. You'll that is romance. That. <laughs> See how you suddenly <laughs> changed your tune? I feel like the line is so fine that you, know, you can pass it off as a romantic date. Or it could just be shopping. And to me, it's like, it's not worth it. I'm just, you pick out the lingerie. I'll enjoy it later. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm playing Xbox and having the time of my life. (laughs) I think you just see life as moments I'm gaming and moments that are taking away from the time I could be gaming. I did see a good um, webcomic once that was like when you're in a relationship um, and you're just thinking of like, your Xbox, basically. Mm. And then when you're single, you're playing Xbox and just thinking of your potential Ex girlfriend. or, like, potential girlfriend. Yeah. And, like, that is really... It's like the grass is always greener, <laughs> summed up to a T. I've been having weird dreams lately. Okay. Um, so, it's not quite lucid dreaming, but I am in the storyline and I'm aware that it's not matching up to real life. Okay. And it's really strange. Yeah, go on. So in my dream last night, I uh, was dreaming about my current boyfriend. But in the dream, we kind of like met up. We met at the same party and like kind of got along and like flirted via text and stuff. But instead of becoming like a couple, I at the time needed a house in the dream and moved in with him as a housemate. Okay. Yeah. And there's also like another dude in the house with us. So partway through the dream, I'm like, no, I have all of these memories of us being in a relationship for like six months. Like I remember we used to text back forward, backwards and forwards like crazy. So like I'm talking to him in the dream and I'm like, this is going to sound insane, but like I can't make sense of this. I think like the multiverse theory is real or something. This is dream, Vicky. This is me in the dream talking to him in the dream. Yeah. And I'm like, I think multiverse is real because I have all of these memories of a six-month relationship between us that seem so real to me. Like, I can remember them very vividly, like they just happened. But this is obviously reality. And yeah, it's like, so yeah, that's crazy. You're saying the dream is reality, but I feel like I've known you from like a previous life or another dimension or something. And that's exactly what I said. I'm like, I don't know if you believe in previous lives or like the multiverse, but that has to be the explanation because I have a very vivid memory of us having a relationship. But in the real world, the reason that you have that recollection is because that is your life. Yes, that's my real life. So my real life is leaking into the dream, but dream me is not able to make sense of it. 
Yeah, you. It's like you almost are seeing the matrix, but not. Yeah, quite. but it really fucked with my head when I woke up. Because I was like, well, that seemed really real. Like, this seems the realest real. But in the dream, I was like, I can remember a whole relationship we had. I woke my boyfriend up and I was like, I think there's an alternate universe where we're housemates. (laughs) (laughs) But the real world feels more real than the dream world. Definitely. But it still fucks with your head when there's a dream world where you're like, this feels real, but I have a memory of another life. And then you wake up into that life. It's a good, like... It's a good premise. Like, um, I think there was a TV show a few years ago along these lines where a guy's in a car accident mm-hmm. and he's with his wife and child. And in, I think, that reality, his wife dies. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to sleep and he wakes up in another reality where in that same car accident, his child has died. Oh, wow. And so every time he goes to sleep, he like flicks between the right. two. Right, realities. It doesn't, I guess, it, I guess the premise, I never watched it, but uh, it sounds like... He's got to choose like what? He wants, or he has to like determine which one's the real one, oh, and he doesn't okay. really know. Yeah, I mean, like, it does make you wonder: Did they ever address if he's sleeping in? Because, like, like, theoretically, does he go to sleep in both of them to switch universes? Is that what you mean? Yeah, like while he's in the other one, is his is he like supposedly asleep in that first one? Right, or is he just like constantly tired because he can never sleep? <laughs> Yeah, right. Is he just always switching? Yeah. Or like, is it literally like his mind goes somewhere He just else? like lays his head down and I'm so tired. And he wakes up and the other one's like, no, I'm oh, just... No, seriously, yeah. I need to sleep in both universes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. If I have that same dream again tonight, it'll fuck with my head. Because it was already weird enough. And waking up, I'm like, I know this is the realest reality and yet... But last night I thought the same thing. Yeah, I was like, but I have this crazy memory of our whole six-month relationship. And so I was telling my partner about the dream and I was like, oh yeah, there was this bit where I bought us a houseboat because they were only charging $155 for it. And he's like, well, you were definitely still you in the dream. He's like, baby, I bought you a houseboat. I mean, it was a steal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is weird when like real life starts leaking into dreams like mm-hmm. that. I remember one time I had a air conditioner that was set on a timer oh yeah and so just randomly in the middle of the night i guess it clicked on Mm. and i was dreaming at the time and all of a sudden all these helicopters (laughs) just appear over the horizon and it's obviously because the sound of the air conditioner sounds like a helicopter no way really but just like (laughs) i I don't think in the premise of my dream it made any sense for there to be helicopters but whatever part of my subconscious I had to like make this stimuli fit yeah like oh we've got the hear the whirring yeah the six you know black hawks start showing up I'm like holy fuck this got real this is really weird because yeah I was just hanging out with my girlfriend yeah (laughs) yeah another one I had recently was like I was dreaming we were back at high school but I was like no I've done my master's degree so what am I doing here and then like another character was like oh yeah but like they let you go ahead and do your masters but you still have to finish high school as well so you still have to play by the rules yeah essentially like it's not as if i remember oh i've done my masters this can't be real like the dream just adapts like it's like oh well there's obviously an alternate universe where you've had that relationship or like you've got your masters but you still have to go to high school like it's like i don't know it's almost like dreams are like made by a fucking magician well it's like there's a someone off screen like just hastily writing a script and like adapting as he goes and it's like well it's getting kind of implausible but I guess gonna, <laughs> that's right we just gotta roll it's, with it dreams are very much the yes and yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it reminds me maybe like two three years ago i had a period where for a whole month i every night would just have lucid dreams Whoa. and yeah so for those who don't know it's like you're aware that you're dreaming so Mm. you can basically be in control of your actions Mm -hmm. and a lot of people try to induce lucid dreaming so they can fly and just do crazy shit that you couldn't do in the real world but the thing about my lucid dreams is like yes i was aware that it was a dream but i still had to play by the rules (laughs) similar to what you're describing yeah so everyone wants to lucid dream so they can like fly (laughs) like basically be superman and like punch through walls and shit yeah but if i did that I wouldn't be playing by the rules. I feel like <laughs> the dream logic would kick me out. Right. And be like, no, you've wrecked it. Wake up. Yeah. And you're so, not doing the yes. And right. So I would, I'd get, only be able to push it so far. Yeah. Cause the improv is not like you can fly now. 
Like, no. yeah, yes, like, you know, we're two dogs in love. Like, yes, and we can fly. Like, no, no, no. That's not adding yeah, to this scenario. No, you're still normal dogs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so I guess, like, my dreams essentially just became, like, a slightly more elaborate choose-your-own-adventure. <laughs> but your adventures were literally very... It was very much choose-your-own-adventure in that you could only flick to the next page of the dream. Right, yeah, like if I was in school, like you're describing. You couldn't just be like, I'm not in school anymore no, and blast through like the roof. Yeah, Iron Man isn't going to like swoop <laughs> down and pick me up. It's like, I guess I can go to maths or English. <laughs> or like skip a lesson. Yeah. If if I was feeling extremely daring, yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd, yeah. Uh, you know, wag. Wag class, yeah. That's, I don't know, even know if that would work. It's just like, get, who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> get into get one of these English. two classes. Yeah. yeah, it's like yeah, one of the video games where they've only given you like two options right. that neither of them are super different. Yeah, like, it's like every conversation when you walk up to an NPC is like scripted. Yeah. You're like, no, I just want to say like, I need to get the sewer grate open. Like, no, you can't solve the puzzle that way. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can uh, send you to... Uh, geography class at a stretch that's my best offer yeah exactly (laughs) before we sign off Mm -hmm. i had one quick question for you me and my sister were talking about the the topic you brought up last podcast where you're trying to think of the perfect gift for your nemesis Mm -hmm. perhaps for litmus maybe (laughs) maybe that would be appropriate um but one of the things that you brought up was to buy your nemesis some clothes Mm. That, that seem nice, but... But you know they weren't their style. Yeah. My sister and I were talking about that and she was saying, why don't you get us some clothes that is too big for her? Like, that was my sister. Oh, sister's. that's awesome. Because it's like... Well, it's not a woman, so... But, like, yeah, you get the person and you're like, oh, I thought this was your size. Yeah, and well, it's I feel, I feel like, like... From the big and tall store. Right, like, this probably would work better for women. I feel like they're maybe a little more conscious of yeah, this. Yeah, men would just be like, what? But I feel like it applies to anyone, really. You... Yeah, you just get a 5XL. Yeah. And be like, oh, I got you a shirt. And like, what? And so, I guess the, the thinking is that we see you as way fatter than you really yeah, are. Yeah, or like you're... Well, yeah, I get the premise. Or like when you look in the mirror, like your eyes deceive you. Everyone else sees you as a 5XL. <laughs> right. It's like some kind of shallow house. Yeah, exactly. But my thought was, wouldn't you go the opposite way? And go a size too small yeah. and it doesn't fit. And so then they think I'm fat. Not yeah, that, not I that must the, have gained weight. Not that the world perceives me as fatter than I am, but I, I, just am, I fat. am fatter than yeah. I am. Like I could go the next level, take out the tag, buy the clothes a size too small. Yeah. Take out the tags. So in their size. <laughs> well, that's like, yeah, that's psychological warfare for sure. Well, why don't I just go to their house and take in all their clothes half an inch? I mean, that's a lot of work, <laughs> but sure, that's another option. But my question to you was, because mm. my sister was emphatic. It's like, no, you don't know women. Go the bigger size. Mm. But I was like, I was Yeah, pretty... I think the bigger size for women. You think that's worse than getting something too small? Because this is yeah, always... Yeah, because something too small, I'd be like, sweet. Everyone thinks I'm a size six. I'm pulling this off. But it's isn't it worse to be actually fatter than... No. It's, like if someone's buying me size six bathers, I'm like, A, they want to see me in size six bathers. B, they think I'm a size six. As someone who has no idea about sizes, is size six small? Yes. Okay. It's about the smallest Australian sizes can reasonably get. But wouldn't someone, like, okay, just say I give you those bathers. Mm. Uh, so size six would be like XXS. But then, like, when you're never wearing them. I Because hate they them. don't fit. <laughs> yeah, like, if I go, hey, Vicky, let's, like, you know. No, I think I would tell you, can I exchange them? They're the wrong size. I would go and try yeah, them on I see. and be like, oh, sorry, I'm, they're just the wrong size. Can I exchange them? Whereas the large one, you feel like you'd be too... Like, cause I would still tell them, but I'd be like, does everyone think I'm a you know size 40? Or, you know, a, five, a 5XL? <laughs> and then if you're purposefully trying to give them a, a gift that they uh, is going to feel self-conscious about, you'd be like, yes, that's what we all assume. I was like, oh, sorry. Yeah, I. that's what... Our person in common told me. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you fat? I thought yeah. you were fat. We all thought you were a five XL. What are you like? Four XL? Six XL? Is it too small? Yeah. When they say they need another size, 
Go, oh, sorry, are you a six XL? Did I go too small? Yeah, because if you just if they just say, oh, it's the wrong size, it doesn't fit. Then I think like, that's, oh, sorry, they didn't have the six XL in store. You can go, oh yeah, I'll give them the even bigger one. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't have. I got you the forty. I know it's too big. But I'll give you the. I'll get you the forty-two. <laughs> <laughs> I think that brings us to the end of another episode. Thanks, everyone, for listening. You can email me, ben, at insaneramblings.net. You can email me, vicky, at insaneramblings.net. Podcast at insaneramblings.net will find me also. You can find behind-the-scenes info, short clips to share, and photos um, and info from the upcoming episodes, facebook.com slash insaneramblings. Or jump on uh, iTunes where you can rate, review, and subscribe so every episode is automatically downloaded for you. And don't forget we're on Zoom. We, I don't know if that even exists anymore. <laughs> we were once on Zoom, but I feel like that is probably long gone. We are on Spotify though, mm. so uh, feel free to check us out there. And uh, next week, a big one. Mm-hmm. Do you know it's a 10-year Rambleversary. Mm-hmm. That's that's a long time of doing this. <laughs> Probably toiling in obscurity. Someone would say too long, <laughs> but yeah, we persist. So, we'll, uh, that is the new tagline <laughs> of the next ten years, there and yet we persist. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, look forward to that. Um, and uh, all I can say is, away. and yet we persist. See. <laughs>